0: Good morning, good morning, good morning to each and every one of you. I am in a very excited and spirit-filled mood this morning because we are going to be speaking about the Word of God is strength and courage. And as I prepare to bring this topic to you, I want us to remember this, this is a saying that we have here, know your faith, practice your faith, and defend your faith. Over the years we have heard especially many new age ministries or ministries where I personally have noticed there are many intellectuals seem to want to say that we are operating under a new dispensation therefore the Old Testament is not relevant And I want to tell you this morning that the word of God is strength and courage. The word of God is truth. It doesn't matter when it was and when it is. And many of these say that God is not relevant. Only his son is. But I want to start this morning by telling you this. take a moment and go to Luke 2.42. We will see that Jesus was the age of 12 when he and his parents went to Jerusalem after the custom of the feast. And we saw, or we can read, In Luke 2 verses 46 and 47, it tells us that they were headed home and missed him and had to return to look for him and after three days, they found him in the temple sitting in the midst of the doctors, both hearing them and asking them questions. And all that heard him were astonished at his understanding and answers. Where did he get that knowledge from? Where did he get that understanding from? I will postulate, I'm going to say that I believe that when he and his parents had to run from Nazareth, when Herod was persecuting and killing everyone, he was homeschooled, what we know today as homeschooling. There was no television, there was no internet, and the only thing that he could do was to read. They had to use the books. He could not be out in the street playing as many kids would, because he had this unique gift, and if it had become known, then he could have been pursued and he could have been killed. But it was not his time. So he found himself into these books. So when they went to Jerusalem, as was the custom, he was able to sit among the scholars, the doctors, the learned individuals, and he was asking them questions. And those questions could only come. From the material that he read, the scrolls that he read. So his knowledge is the knowledge of the past, what his father did, which was recorded. Yes, people of God, the word of God is strength and courage. And you have to know your faith, practice your faith, and defend it. When we move forward and we see in John 5 19, what he said. The son can do nothing of himself, but what he see if the father do. And if that is the case, people of God, if that is the case, how then are we saying today that there's a new dispensation? He only does the things that he sees the father have done in the past. The past is relevant for the present and the future. Every technology, everything that has been invented, someone comes and adds a component to it. It does not say that it the past is not relevant. You may find a better way of doing things, but you take the information of the past. So those who are saying that we are under a new dispensation, therefore, God is not relevant have missed the mark, in my opinion. I want to show you how much they have missed the mark and how much that we can depend on God's word for the strength and courage that we need. When we take a look at Matthew 4, verses 1 to 4, it says, Then was Jesus led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And when he had fasted forty days and forty nights, he was afterwards hungry. And when the tempter came to him, he said, if thou be the son of God, command these stones be made bread. But he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. People of God, I want to tell you this morning that you might've been reading that in the New Testament. And you may have been one of those that have been told that the New Dispensation forget everything of the past. But if you look at what Jesus, all the teachings and everything that Jesus speak throughout his mission here on earth as recorded, you would see that he quoted the scrolls, said that he went into the temple, and he took up the scroll and he read it, and then he sat down and people were amazed let me show you this morning now when we look at this biblical scripture we see Jesus is using scripture to rebuke the carnal mind the story starts with Jesus being taken into the wild by the spirit for the test Jesus prepared for the test by fasting for 40 days and 40 nights that left him of course in a state of extreme hunger which the otherness took advantage of in the first test. If you can take this into the fourth dimension, you would understand that it is his thoughts. It is your thoughts, people of God, that creates the challenges. You may see the things in the third dimension, but you process them in the fourth dimension, and it is your final thought that creates the whole challenge. So let us look at the first test. The other says, since you are God's son, speak the word that will turn these stones into loaves of bread. Now Jesus answered by quoting Deuteronomy. Where is Deuteronomy? Deuteronomy is in the Old Scriptures. He was one who read the scrolls. He was one who was in the midst of the temple with the doctors and the lawyers both hearing them and asking them questions at the age of 12. Over the years he's read those scrolls and here he said when you look at Deuteronomy 8 and 3 Jesus answered by quoting Deuteronomy he says and he humbled thee and suffered thee to hunger and fed thee with manna which thou knowest not Neither did their fathers know that he might make thee know that man doth not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the Lord, that man liveth. People of God, are you hearing what I'm saying this morning? How many of you recognize that this, what he was saying, was from the word of God? was from Deuteronomy 8 and 3. He paraphrased it, but he understood that man could not live by bread alone, but what proceedeth, every word that proceedeth, out of the mouth of the Lord. But he understood, because he had read before, and he knew this, people of God, this, what did he take it? If you start to read Deuteronomy 8, it says, all the commandments which I command thee this day, shall ye observe to do, that ye may live and multiply, and go in and possess the land which the Lord swift unto your fathers. And thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these forty years in the wilderness to humble thee and to prove thee, to know that what was in thine heart whether thou willest keep his commandments or no. It is here the testing. Here the children of Israel walking through the desert for 40 years. They're going through the desert and you see they were fed and Jesus recognized these thoughts that he was having. He had to rebuke them. He had to see know your faith. You have to know, 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 know the Word. If you do not know the Word, then you will be taken down the path of destruction. You will be led by individuals who seem to have some level of authority or who have letters behind their names or in front of their names, who postulate some conscious or unconscious thought, but not God's truth. It might be phrased in such a way to be looking for an end result which is other than delivering God's word without any need or any desire or wanting anything from you but bringing God's truth to you. See, that is why he could say in that test, he could say that you don't need to be turning stone into bread to stay alive. It takes a steady stream of words from God's mouth. When you understand, when you're operating in the fourth dimension, you would see that it is your dependency is on God alone. And you will see that Jesus recognized who was his provider. He said, I do nothing of my own. I do what I see the Father doeth how many of you have ever seen children or you may have been in a position of authority or you have been given instructions or you have seen individuals who've been speaking the truth and then someone comes along they dress nicely they, they have a charismatic effect and they say the same thing and you wonder what you were saying all along have you not seen it within your children one parent would say something and then the next parent would say the same thing and it was as though they didn't hear the first spirit saying anything. So let us take another look here at the test number two. For the second test, the otherness took him to the holy city. He sat him on top of the temple and said, Since you are God's son, jump. Since you were God's son, jump. So what happened there? He's quoting again. This time he's going to Psalms 91, the Old Testament again. You see, he knows his word. If you do not know your business, you cannot be effective. If you do not understand what is needed in your business, you cannot be effective. If you do not know what your boss is expecting of you to do, then you cannot be effective in the job. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Can I tell you that the otherness knows the word of God as well, and they bring it to you? How many individuals that you that trying to sabotage you have come and quoted the scriptures on you? How many times have you had someone who want to gourd you into doing something that you know you should not do, and that you have no reason to do, and they gourd you into it? How many of your children have found themselves in trouble because their friends? put pressure on them and make it sound so sweet and wonderful is because they did not know the word. How to say no. They did not know how to say, that's not what my parents do. How many times have you as a child been called chicken or something like that and feel pressured, but thank God you didn't? Yes, he told him, you know look look all around you since you are God's son jump and he quoted the scripture on it. for he shall give his angel charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways and they shall bear thee up in their hands least thou dash thy foot against a stone come on somebody That's the otherness, quoting Psalms 91, verse 11 and 12. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, least thou that thy foot against a stone. Come on, somebody. How many times have we been goaded by scripture, someone quoting scripture on us? And we do not know how to defend it. You see, because he knew the word, he was able to counter with this solicitation from Deuteronomy. Look where he went to. He went back to Deuteronomy. Look at it. Deuteronomy 6. I'm showing you here. He's gone right back. He's into the Old Testament as well. This is nothing new that he's bringing. This is nothing new that he is bringing people of God. He shall not tempt the Lord your God as he tempted him in Massa. The wisdom is to pay attention to your thoughts. As the otherness would use scripture to lure you into wrongdoings, people of God. How many times you have these thoughts? Because all of this is in your head. You know. You know. But do you know the scriptures that counteract these things? You know the truth. You've probably heard the truth. But if you have been in a church where they do not believe in bringing you and giving you the knowledge of the old. And they're telling you that you are in the new dispensation. And Jesus is saying to you that he does not do anything. Or he did nothing. Or he does nothing other than what he sees his father doing then we have a problem because you do not have any foundation you do not have any foundation you cannot really practice your faith because when these individuals come and start to give you information or when your thoughts start to go off mark because you were in the three dimensional world you see the things right in front of you and you cannot move into the fourth dimension where you can look down and see that that is not of the divine spirit you see you cannot practice it because you don't have the knowledge you do not have the knowledge when these things happen, you should also use your biblical truths to override evil temptations. When they come to you with the scriptures, you should be able to go back into your scriptures as well and give them back. You say he came with Psalms 91, oh yes, and Jesus countered with Deuteronomy 6 and 16. You have to hit them back. When those thoughts come, it is not easy. Let us take a look at the third test. For the third test, what happened? It says the devil took him to the peak of a huge mountain. He gestured expansively, pointing all the earth's kingdoms and how glorious they all were. And then he said, they are yours. Lock, stock and barrel just go down on your knees and worship me and they are yours see, it's yours man all you have to do you see they come to you in your weakened state they come to you in your weakened state even your thoughts in your weakened state that's when they come but we see that Jesus' refusal was curt in other words Christ. he snapped at them Beat it! And he backed his rebuke with a third quotation from Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy 6 and 13. Thou shalt fear the Lord thy God and serve him and shalt swear by his name. Come on somebody. Uh. You see, he could only do that because he had done in you. He had the knowledge. That is what we try to do here on Thursday nights. Not on Bible study, but Biblical study. To get you to understand the nuances of the Word of God. Jesus could practice it. He demonstrated it by being current to Him by snapping at them saying get thee behind me back off beat it get thee behind me Satan beat it back off thou shalt fear the Lord thy God and serve him and shalt swear by his name people of God Jesus went right back to the scrolls you see because he had studied the scrolls he went right back he was able to bring the quote from Deuteronomy. Many of us think that he said that right there and then in that passage. When we look at Matthew, we think that that's no, that that's the new. No, 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 no. He did not say anything other than what his father said this morning. As we look at all of this. We then see that the test was over. And in his place, angels, angels came and took care of Jesus' needs. People of God, I want to tell you this morning, the same will happen to us when we stand firm on the word of God. When we stand firm on the word of God, the same thing will happen to us. Do not waver. God's response is in fulfillment of all our needs you see when you know your faith and the enemy within you those voices come you can practice it because you know what it is and you can defend it and when you defend it God's response will be in the fulfillment of all your needs I'm going to stop here